Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift your hands to the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this evening. Thank you for your presence, dear Lord. We honor you, Lord. We say, Lord, hallowed be your name. We say, Lord, there is none like you. We say, dear Lord, come into our midst today. Have your way, Jesus. Hallowed be thy name. Glory be to your name. Just thank the Lord right now for meeting you at the point of your need tonight. And in these three days where we are going to be in his presence. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. We'll be blessed. We'll be blessed because we came. Thank you, blessed Jesus. As we gather, may your spirit work within us. As we gather, may we glorify your name. Knowing well that us. Oh 
welcome you into this place tonight. Thank you for wonderful miracles that you have already done in our lives. Thank you for blessing us with wisdom. Thank you for giving us a future and a hope. We give you thanks, dear Lord. We praise you. We say, Lord, in these three days, have your way. Have your way. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I am happy to be here tonight. I believe that these three days will be memorable in your Christian experience. Hallelujah. I believe that these three days are going to change your life forever. If you believe it, say amen. I believe that none of you are going to leave this place the same as you came. And I believe that God is going to do many wonderful miracles. Now there are, there are different things that the Lord does every night and every day. And so I want you to realize and know that God has a plan and a purpose for every day of this convention and so you must remember what the prophet told Naaman the Syrian he said go and wash in the river seven times and so the blessing and the healing and the miracle for Naaman the Syrian came after seven repeated ministrations Everybody says seven ministrations. That is what we call the law of repeated and sustained ministrations. You realize that sometimes some people have to be prayed for many times. Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord Jesus. When Elisha or Elijah went to raise up the boy, little boy who was dead, Bible says that he prayed for him three times. And so this is what we call the law of repeated ministrations. I'm just saying this as an introduction. That you sometimes wonder why do you have to have a program for three days? Or for four days? But it's because of this law. When Jesus met a man who was blind, he prayed for him twice. First time and then again. So this law of repeated ministrations or sustained repeated ministrations is a law you'll find throughout the Bible that God comes again and again and again. And that is why your pastor is here every Sunday. Sometimes preaching what he preached three weeks ago. Sometimes preaching what he preached last year. Because that law of repeated ministrations is at work again. And he has to repeat. Paul said, I, it's not grievous for me, but I have to say it over. Because it's beneficial for you to repeat the ministration of the word. And so I want you to be open in these three days. Because I believe God is going to bless you mightily. Lift your hand and shout amen. 
Well, I'm happy to be in Tema. I can see that you have a really mega church here. Hallelujah. And uh, the Lord is moving mightily. Your roof is up some time ago. And I see beautiful glasses all around here. Praise the Lord Jesus. And uh, I see many wonderful blessings coming up. And I know that many great things are going to come out of this church. Both in this country and out of the country, many blessings are going to come from Tema Apache. Now, the word Apache is a Greek word which means the first and the best. Hallelujah. So when we call this church Tema Apache, it's a powerful blessing and confession and name over the church that it was the first and therefore the best. Amen. You'll find out that wherever there are big congregate, uh, uh, denominations, you find out you hear names like First Baptist Church, First Presby Church, and so on. Probably that is how these names came about. Because now Lighthouse is not just in one place in Tema, it's in so many different places. And so our first and best church is the Apache Church. So if you go to Kumasi, if you go to Kumasi, you, ha- you will see when you are entering Kumasi, you see a big signboard, Apache Lighthouse Kumasi welcomes you to Kumasi, Apache Lighthouse Chapel. So, Apache Tema is also well, must welcome us at the motorway so that we know that so that we will know when we arrive in Tema that there are more principalities here who are in control. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I want to obey what the Spirit of God is telling me to do. Alright? And um, I am realizing more and more that I, I am not a puppet. Do you know what a puppet is? A puppet is a doll. And you can, sometimes you can tie strings to the arms of the doll. And you can make it do anything you want it to do. Coliko, is that how you call it? <laughs> Coliko. <laughs> Alright. And now many people like to treat ministers or men of God like Coliko. And they, they, they just say, do this. We know that you do this. We know that you can do that. So do this and do this and do that. And we are going to be happy. Hallelujah. But when you flow with the Spirit of God, you will realize that it's best to just do what God wants you to do. Amen. So, at this miracle wave, I am going to be sharing what I believe the Lord wants me to share. I've been sharing similar things in the different miracle services we've been having in different places. But um, always trying to flow with the Spirit of the Lord. And um, it is not talking per se about miracles, but it's talking about what God wants us to hear about. Hallelujah. And... um, 
There's a lot of miraculous element in it. You will understand as we go along. So I just want you to flow along. Amen. And just let's move with the spirit of the Lord. Are you ready to be blessed tonight? Pinch the person next to you. Tell the person, no sleeping tonight. We are in the presence of the Lord. Tell the person, I warn you. If you fall asleep, I will pinch you. And give the person a warning pinch. All right. Okay. Now, the theme for our convention is anointing for wealth. Anointing for wealth. Praise the Lord. How many want the anointing for wealth? How many want to be wealthy? And prosperous and blessed how many want to live long I see you living long in Jesus name now I want you to know that God has many blessings in store for us and I'm going to be teaching on the anointing that produces wealth are you listening to me tonight are you listening to me tonight? Alright. Now, many people think that to be wealthy means, you know, you must inherit money from, let's say, your father or your mother. And some people think that to be wealthy, you must, become a, you must be a doctor or a lawyer or you must be a scientist or a, a, a chemistry teacher or something like that. But I want you to understand that that is the natural human um, way or analysis of what will produce wealth hallelujah but I want you to understand that there is a spiritual part of wealth in fact the distribution of wealth in the world today I believe is explained in the Bible the wealth is distributed the wealth of the whole world is distributed into two parts alright about 95% of the wealth of the world today is all accumulated in one part of the world. And the other part of the world is, has got just 5% of the wealth, in my estimation, is my own figures. And so you find out that there's a section or part of the world which is excessively wealthy. And then the rest, half or more, is or about a third is is very poor now that is as a result of a spiritual thing that is existing in fact somebody said and I think it's true that if you take the wealth of the world and give everybody there will be enough to give everybody ten thousand dollars all of us will have ten thousand dollars each right and you give like let's say you come to church everybody ten thousand ten thousand ten thousand ten thousand dollars is almost 40 million cities now so let's say we give everybody that amount of money they say that within five years all this money that has been shared to every single person will move back to the place that it was before and most of the people 
who didn't have before will still not have and those who have will still have there are spiritual and physical reasons for all these things hallelujah and i believe that tonight and in the night after and the night after god is showing us and going to show us how to appropriate the anointing for prosperity and the anointing for wealth and i see you driving a new car that you've never driven before amen i am sharing cars tonight in jesus name so if you don't like good things i think you better leave now hallelujah i said if you don't like good things please leave now because good things are being distributed i said good things are being distributed Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse number 7 for the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse number 7 for the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land a land of brooks of water of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates and a land of olive oil and honey a land where thou shalt eat bread without scarceness thou shalt not lack anything in it a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass amen in a modern way we could say this scripture is saying i am bringing you to a place where there are jobs where there are good jobs where when you are employed you'll be able to take home something good a land where you be able to have cars the car you need a land where there are houses to live in decent homes a land where the houses have got their own toilets and bathrooms a land where the toilets are WC's and not the other type hallelujah a land where the cars are mainly new cars and good cars a land where there are roads everywhere a land where there are roads to your house right up to your house a land where 16 people don't have to sleep in the same room a land where you will not be sharing everything and staying with your in-laws all the time in one big family house a good land a land where when you work for three months you'll be able to buy a ticket to go to london if you want to go a land where you will be able to get a visa to any country of your choice at any time a land of blessing 
a land of prosperity a land where when you go to the hospital you will have a doctor to look after you properly a land where there are universities for your children to go to a land where there are proper schools where your children can learn with computers a land where the schools have got grass not red sand are you listening to me today God says I'm bringing you to a place where you will eat without scarceness a land where you will not buy kinky 2,000, 3,000 and fish 200 cities or even you don't buy fish at all God is taking you to a better place in the name of Jesus I said in the name of Jesus I said in the name of Jesus now verse 10 when thou hast eaten and art full then what shall thou do thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land hallelujah which he hath given thee amen amen God is giving us a good land he's bringing us into prosperity there are people perhaps even watching on television or listening to us who think that you know why should we talk about prosperity why should we talk about uh, people becoming wealthy we need to talk about it because our greatest problem is poverty we have become so used to poverty that we have compensated for the poverty we have adjusted to it we have accepted it we have welcomed it we are used to it and that is why we are in a country where we buy most of the clothes that we wear are the clothes that have been worn already by white people white dead people dead white when people white people die and their clothes are brought to us what is the meaning of obroni wewu what is the, what does it mean a white man who is dead And that is why we import underpanties of white people and our people rush for those things and we wear them with joy and we lift up our hands and praise God for his blessing. <laughs> because we have become used to poverty. It's something that is part of us. That is why we rejoice when we go to an embassy and we are given visas. We are so happy. We are so, we, we rejoice. God has answered our prayer because a white man has allowed us to go to his country. We are used to. We are, we are, we, it's part of us, but we don't even know. Most of us, there's no road to our house. 
the road that is leading to your house is not a road. It is sand, gutter, big, red. You don't know what it is. But we are used to it. And so when they make the main roads, we clap for them and they say, well done, well done, because you've made the main road. So, I am sharing with you about prosperity. And I'm going to preach prosperity until you prosper. Amen. Amen. I'm going to preach it until you prosper. There are wicked people who fly to London on Friday and come back on Sunday. They go shopping on Saturday in Europe and they return by Sunday. And they point to us in our churches and criticize us that we are speaking about prosperity. When the people we are talking to do not have even money to eat and we are preaching to them to have faith in a hopeless situation, let me tell you, the way things are for many of us, if God does not help us, you, you look at your life, you can never buy a car unless somebody dashes you. Even a job, you cannot get a job. The way things are, unless there's a miracle, many things you will, never, you will never see the inside of a plane. Only by film. By a film that you can, you can see how, or a magazine, or a picture. But I see you going inside in Jesus' name. <laughs> Look, tell the person sitting next to you, I see you inside a plane. Amen. <laughs> so, people who want to criticize us and say that we are preaching, my church members are mostly poor people. Yeah. And I'm preaching prosperity into them for them to see and to believe. And do you know, do you know that the way you are thinking affects the way you play? You know when the black stars or starlets and so on are playing and they've scored them one nil, two nil or they have scored one nil, two nil they have some psychological confidence, they have more faith, they have more hope, their playing is different altogether. It makes them win more, it makes them score more goals, it makes them go forward but when you feel that you are down and there's no hope there's no encouragement then you play worse things get worse and that's why we are telling you that in God, there is hope. If there's no hope in any other thing, in Christ Jesus, there is hope for you. There's hope for tomorrow. There's hope for a better day. A better day. A better day. I said better days are coming your way. Better days. Better days. Better days. Hmm. So, when thine heart be lifted up it says when 
lest when thou hast eaten and art full, and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein, and when thy heads and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied. All that you have is multiplying from today. I say everything that you have, if you have one pair of shoes, I multiply it by seven. In Jesus' name. Amen. I say it's multiplied today. If you have one car, it's being multiplied today. Amen. Amen. If you have one shirt, it's being multiplied today. God is multiplying everything that you have. I said, God is multiplying everything that you have. Everything that you have is being multiplied. He said, when thy flocks and thy heads are multiplied, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied, I see God multiplying everything that is in your hand today. If you are receiving a salary of 80,000 be multiplied today in Jesus name if your salary is 100,000 it's being multiplied right now if your salary is 500,000 it's being multiplied right now all that you have is being multiplied by the Lord if the room that you live is one square like that it's being multiplied and expanded in Jesus name Amen. All right. But he says that when everything is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee. The Lord thy God, which brought thee. Which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Who brought thee? Tonight I want you to see is the Lord who brings you from a place of being down to a place of being up. It is God who brings you. I said it is God who brings The beginning of your blessing is God. In the beginning God made heaven and earth. The beginning of every good thing for you is God. So I want you to understand, it's God who brought you. You see, one day, some years ago, we bought our cinema hall, um, Ofe Cinema Hall, and uh, we were moving from the Kolebu Medical School canteen to the church. At the time, we didn't have any branch. We just had that place. And that place had, even the roof was not as nice as your roof. And we wore some banners, we danced, we played, we rejoiced. We had a match from Kolebu Medical School Canteen all around Kolebu, and we came to Kolegono to where the Lord has given us. At that time, the place was a big baller. I said, but we were happy. I remember I traveled shortly after that, and we played the video of that thing. And somebody was watching it. We were all there after church. And the person, there was a lady. She looked at me and she said, Hey, 
because she saw me dancing on the video with Reverend Saki and others. And she said, hey, it seems that this thing means it meant a lot to you, eh? I looked at her and I said, yeah, it means a lot to me. It means a lot to me. I know, if you don't know, that it is the Lord who can bring you from somewhere and take you to another place. If you don't know, I'm telling you today. Perhaps you are not aware that it is the Lord who is able to bring you. If you are somewhere today, it's the Lord who has brought you from one place to another. And if you are not grateful to the Lord for that, and will you be grateful when he multiplies all that you have? That is the biggest problem of Christians. And that's the biggest problem of many people. We cannot remember. We cannot remember where we were, how it was. You cannot remember when you were at El Paso. Eh? When you were nowhere, nobody in Tema, nobody knew you. And there was no lighthouse here. And there were no instrumentalists. I appreciate when there were no instrumentalists. <laughs> and there were no people in the church. But you've got to remember that it's the Lord who just brings you. So when that lady looked at me and said, <laughs> it looks as if it means a lot to you, the way you were dancing. I said, oh yeah, it means a lot to me. It means so much to me. Everything that the Lord does for me means a lot to me. And when you have a grateful heart, even for small things, God will say, oh, look at her. I gave her a thousand CDs. She's so happy. Give her a thousand dollars. And when the, when the Lord gives you a thousand dollars and you are happy, Ah, she's happy now. Give her 10,000. Because I know she will say thank you. But many people, when God blesses them, that is the day they turn their head away from God. Go to Europe today. Go to America. Millions of people are wealthy. A million dollars is nothing to them. I have a lot of friends who are preachers, pastors. When they take an offering, they, an ordinary offering, you just get more than a million dollars. Just offering. Million dollars is nothing. The wealth that they live in is unimaginable compared to us here. Europe and America are very, 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 very rich. But they've all turned away from God. Because it's in the Bible that when you have eaten, you are full. Everything you have is multiplied. There's road everywhere. There's house everywhere. There are, there are hospitals. There's everything. Schools, universities, education, good life, shopping. Everything you want is there. When you have it all, remember, remember. the Lord your God. And don't turn away. Remember. You see, God wants you to remember and be able to serve him when you don't have any shoes to wear. And God wants you to be able to serve him when you have shoes to wear. When you have a carpet in your house, God wants you to serve him. God wants you to be serving when you are nothing and when you are a millionaire. God wants you to serve. And by the time we finish this convention, there will be millionaires in this church. I said there will be millionaires in this church. Do you believe it? All right. Let's go on. It says, who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness that had been lifted up? Who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought and where there was no water? And who brought thee forth water out of the rock? Who led thee in the wilderness with manna 
which thy fathers knew not that he might humble thee and that he might prove thee to do thee good at thy latter end. Verse 17. That thou say in thine heart my power and the might of mine hand has gotten me this wealth. What a mistake. I said what a mistake. But verse 18 says but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God for it is he that giveth thee power power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day now I want you to notice the word there it is he that giveth thee power or anointing anointing is power anointing is the power of God anointing is the Holy Spirit anointing is the power of God so when the Bible says that it is God who gives you power in other words God is saying it's God who gives you the anointing he gives you the supernatural endowment that it takes to get and acquire wealth God is the one who does that So, tonight we are beginning to share and talk about the anointing or the power, the anointing to get, to get, to get, I said to get, to get wealth. There is an anointing to get wealth and you are going to receive it before we leave this place. Hallelujah. How many want the anointing for wealth? You see, many of us want anointing to slay people. And anointing for signs and wonders. And all those things are good anointings. Amen. But I'm showing you another anointing, another power that exists in the Bible, in the word of God. It's called the anointing or the power to get and acquire wealth. So tonight is just an introduction. What is the use of wealth? Wealth is very useful for us to preach the gospel. Now, it tells you why. It says that he may establish his covenant. Now, his covenant is his word. The word of God is the covenant or the agreement that God has with his people. So when God gives us the power to be wealthy... He's given it to us for one reason. And that reason is so that he can establish his word. His word can be established all over. That is the only reason for being wealthy. Hmm. That he may establish his covenant. That he may establish his word. Now, you must understand that what I am saying is true biblically and is also true by common sense. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I want to say it again. That the only reason for you to have wealth is to establish God's word in the earth. What I'm saying is what the word of God has said. But it's also common sense. Because if you have a lot of money, just think about it. 
I don't know those who have acquired wealth, those who have drank the wealth of this nation, those who have, those who have drank the blood of this nation, those who have inflated the contracts for building of roads and building of buildings, those who have stolen shiploads of cocoa, those who have stolen the gold and those who have stolen all the, the wealth of this nation and have left us without universities today and have left us without the schools for the future and have left us without enough electricity where are they today and where will they be tomorrow when you take everything to yourself what do you do with it what's the next step what's the next step when you have it all you just think i'm appealing to your common sense just your mind. What happened to Abacha? When Abacha died, he had one billion dollars in the house. That's petty cash. That's a petty cash just for expenses. Anything that you have to buy or, you know, bread or something to give to a friend. Here's one million, here's five million, here's ten million. Anything. Just, you know, But he died like everybody else dies. Zechariah 1.5 Where are your fathers? Did they live forever? So you can have 17 toilets and bathrooms. 18 sitting rooms. 27 bedrooms. But you can only lie on one. The to you have 17 toilets, you can only sit on one. When you are sitting on a chair, you can only sit on one chair. So when you die and you have taken everything to yourself and you have everything for yourself, are you not more like a fool? Another one. And this is what we have in Africa. Mobutu also went. He's gone. And then what else? What's the next step? Tell us what's the next step. Where do you go? This evening I asked my wife before we came. I don't know why I don't care to me. I said to her, where is my father? My father is dead. So I said, where is my father now? And she said, she, she told me, she said, he's either in heaven or in hell. You, uh, you can be who ever. It's over. After it's over, it's over. And you just move on. And you go into heaven or hell. So it, it, it doesn't make sense if you, it's like you are gathering everything. And then what? All that you need is enough to eat, to live, to look after your children. Basically, you don't need anything more than that. You may acquire the whole wide world, but you acquire it and leave it behind. Where are your fathers and the prophets? Do they live forever? So common sense in the Bible tells you that having so much, so much, millions and billions and billions and billions and houses and houses and everything you have, 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 have. It is of no use really at the end of the day because you have to die and leave it behind. 
One day I sat by somebody and as I was talking to the person, I said, when that person's relative were di- was dying, the person was blessed. The person had everything, but the person was dying. And the person knew that he was dying. Nothing matters on this earth. In fact, when people become serious with God, often is when they are dying. I remember one time I was standing in the hospital talking to a man who was dying. And he knew that there was something very wrong with him. Perhaps he didn't even fully understand, but he knew that it was so serious because he was now paralyzed. It was just a few months later when he died. But as he looked at me on the word, he said, Pastor, I want to say something. He said, if God will give me a chance and I will wake up from this bed, I don't want to promise you. But I want to say that even if it is full time, that man was a professional. He said, if it is full time, I'm prepared to do it. But you see, it is when you come, you know. You, when you are dying, you will imagine everything. You will imagine your funeral. You will imagine those who will come. Whether it will be Awudome Cemetery or Osu Cemetery or your village. You will imagine what they will say at the church service if they will go to church. And that those who will read tributes. You will imagine how those who will cry. Those who will be sad. And you imagine how they will put you inside and cover you and go home and cry and they leave you alone there and cry small and go and that's all and soon people forget a year's time they forgot and they'll say is it already a year so when we talk about the anointing for wealth we are not talking about the anointing that you have this and this and this and this and this and that and you have everything and, and then what no we are talking about being so blessed that you are able to help to establish God's covenant and God's word on this earth. Amen. And for that thing, there is power available if you want it. I say for that thing, there is anointing available for that. God does not give his anointing for foolishness. I say God does not give his anointing for foolishness. God does not bring you into a good place for nothing. God did not bring us into this building for nothing. We have a responsibility. God did not give you the job you have for nothing. God did not give you what you have for nothing. And it is when people forget why. Why God bless them that they become foolish and God gives them some time. And if after some time you cannot see why God and you cannot seem to remember why God has blessed you, God will say, my my son, come. It seems that all that I gave you, the anointing, the wisdom, and everything to prosper, you couldn't see. And so I think you don't need it. And then before you realize, the doctor has called you and said, you have got such and such disease. Prepare to die. Then you come and become spiritual. Hey, Lord, the Lord is moving. The Spirit is moving. I'm giving here my money for this. I'm giving for that. But it's late. Today, I am telling you, God is going to raise you up. He's going to raise you up for a purpose. All of those of you who are young, if you are young, and how many of us are young in the church? I'm still young. If you are young and you are here, the message that I'm preaching is for you. Because whatever you are today, what I'm preaching now is not like by next June, or may you are going to be a millionaire no 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 no. i'm not a fool and i don't think you are also a fool 
I respect your intelligence. Um, I didn't come here to say that, oh, by August next year, all of you will be driving Mercedes-Benz. You will not be driving Mercedes. I'm not a fool and neither are you. But what I am predicting and prophesying and projecting is that as the years go by, you, 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 and especially you, are going to move into a realm of prosperity and wealth. That's when you look back, you see that, is it me? Recently, I was in one city. I was in Seoul. And those who invited me took me to the hotel. One of the poshest hotels in the world, Hilton Hotel. I was way up somewhere. When I got into the room, I was with my wife, and I would just look out of the window. The whole, the whole, there's, there's no window. The whole wall is glass. And as I looked out, I said, Lord, is it me? Hailing from Kolegono, Accra. <laughs> Today I'm in Hilton Hotel. Being moved into such a realm, I said, Lord, I see you moving into greater realms in Jesus' name. But it's not by tomorrow. Amen. You are beginning to walk on the road that is going to take. And you mark it. Market is going to come to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, hallelujah. The anointing for wealth is the anointing that you can see right there. Now, there was one person, are you listening to me, who received this anointing for wealth? In a very special way. And this person was no less a person than Solomon. And I want you to turn to Second Chronicles. Chapter 1. Verse 7. In that night... Did God appear unto Solomon and said unto him, Ask what I shall give thee. Have you found Chronicles? And Solomon said unto God, Thou hast showed great mercy unto David my father and hast made me to reign in his stead. Now, O Lord, let thy promise unto David my father be established for thou hast made me king over a people verse 10 give me now wisdom and knowledge that i may go out and come in before this people for who can judge this thy people that is so great amen how many know that solomon became the wealthiest man on earth now he became the wealthiest man on earth through what we call wisdom. Amen. Amen. Now wisdom is also a spiritual thing. Wisdom is not a physical thing. 
Now, if you read through the Bible, I'm going to show you several instances where you find out that wisdom was referred to as a spirit. You will find out that when Moses was going to die, he prayed for Joshua. Are you listening to me? He prayed for Joshua, and the Bible says that Joshua was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. In Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 9, the Bible says, And Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of what? Joshua chapter 34, verse 9. It says, Joshua was filled with the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands on him. Amen. And the children of Israel hearkened unto him. So you see first of all right here that wisdom is a spirit. Now listen to me. Those who do not use their minds are going to be ruled by people who use their minds. The difference between a human being and an animal is the mind. Not the strength. Recently I was watching a film. In the film, a bear was attacking a man. A bear. The bear is about as big as from here to about here. It was a very big one. Can you imagine an animal about this big? And the height was something like this. Like this. And the width was like this. Very big. And the teeth one tooth would be about this. And it was not, it was not, um, it was not a machine. It was a real bear. Because afterwards, I looked at the film. They said, thank you to the trainer of the bear. It was a real bear that was acting the film. And the claws were, like my fingers, long. And in the film, the man was fighting with a bear. And the bear had killed one person and it was killing another and it was trying to kill. But then the, one of the people sat down and planned something. And in the plan, he decided that he was going to let the bear attack him. But when the bear attacks him, he was making a pull. When the bear attacks him, he will lie down so that when the bear is going to come, the bear will fall on him. And when the bear falls on him, the, the spear is going to go through the chest. So he did the plan and they made the bear follow them right up to the place and the bear jumped over the man and when the bear jumped over the man the bear was just falling but you see the way he was falling he couldn't escape he just fell because he thought he was going to eat the man but he fell on the stick and the stick went through. When it happened immediately I heard the voice of the spirit of God saying that see again wisdom is greater than strength. Wisdom is winning again. You see, human beings are able to catch the most wicked snakes. A snake which can swallow a man. A snake like anaconda. And vipers. When I was in medical school, we had a, a, a place where we kept snakes. And there was a big viper that the head was about as big as my Bible. And the, 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 the fangs of the snake. Oh God, when you see you now, you have shivers. And the venom of, on that, from that viper 
when the thing just touches you like that, you will start to bleed all over. Within a few hours, you'll be dead. But man, by superior wisdom, we've been able to put him inside a glass cage and we are just looking at him like that, enjoying. The mind is helping us to be superior and to dominate people or to dominate things we don't have a mind. When you go every day to the chicken and give him food, the chicken says to himself, oh, you love me. You love me. You care for me. Every day you come and give him water. You give them food. You give them milk. The chicken says, oh, they love this house that I have come to. They really care for me. But he doesn't know that it's because of Christmas that they are feeding you. If the chicken knew, they wouldn't eat the food. If the chicken was, any time I eat chicken, I say, oh, these people, they don't know. Every party in the world is chickens which suffer most. Name the animal. Lions, tigers, cheetah, bears. What have you? Snakes. We can capture them, control them. They cannot control us. But most of them are stronger than us physically. Most of them can kill us if it's just you and the bear, you and the lion, you and the tiger, you and the snake. You are dead. You are a dead man. You are a dead man. But with our minds, the ability to think, we have been able to put them all aside. Come to human beings. Those who have used their minds to govern their nations, let's say they have analyzed things and they realized that democracy is a good thing. And they said, okay, this one, you rule for two years, then you, this one comes. And, so, and they've used their mind. They have moved forward. After fighting for a long time, they realized that with sense, this is a better way. Others have used their minds to make cars. And because they have made something which we cannot make, most of the things we are, the microphone I'm using is not made in Ghana. It's made by some other people. And those who have used their mind to develop this, they are ruling us. You may not call it slave trade, you may not call it colonialism, you may not call it whatever, but they are ruling us. They are the ones making the roads for us. They tell us, they give us loans, they tell us everything. We are being ruled by white people today. Those who made planes, we owe them. We have to buy our Ghana Airways plane from them and, and we owe them. What have we made? Even wheelbarrows, we import wheelbarrow like that. In Katia Boga, we import in Katia Boga. So those who have allowed their minds to be developed and have used their minds have always dominated and ruled and sometimes cheated those who did not use their mind but rather were using their emotions. And so when God says that he's giving you the anointing to be wealthy, one of the key things that he's giving you is the anointing of the spirit of wisdom. Now, people don't, people think that the spirit of wisdom is just, you know, ability to somebody who is smart. What? He's, he thinks a lot. But you don't know that the anointing of 
for wealth and the spirit of wisdom, the anointing of wisdom, is actually the integral nature of God. You see, God made us in his image. How many have heard of what we call the seven spirits of God? You may have read in the book of Revelation where they say, I saw the seven candles, which are the seven spirits of God. How many have heard it somewhere before? All right. You must have heard of it somewhere. Seven spirits of God. Sometimes you may wonder, what are those seven spirits of God? But if you look in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1, you will see those seven spirits right there. Turn there and let's look at it. And when you look at those seven spirits, you see so many different wonderful things about God and about his spirit. And in that, in Isaiah chapter 11, it's a prophecy talking about Jesus Christ. Now, as I'm preaching now, some people may, may be not interested in what I'm saying. And they may say to themselves, well, let me sleep. You see, by here again, you differentiate between those whose minds are alert and those who don't want to use their minds. You see, there are two groups of people. Those who are prepared to think and those who don't want to think. They just want to bless me. Pray for me now. And I'm okay. But when you start to teach them the word of God, show them step by step. Then they start to yawn. They are going to say, this is not why we came here so that you pour oil on us and bless us so that we go home and all our problems are solved. It won't go like that. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1. It says, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And notice, it says, And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. That's the first one, the Spirit of the Lord. The next one, And the Spirit of wisdom. Right there. And understanding. That's the next one, the third one, Spirit of understanding. Notice this is when you break down the spirit of God into the seven spirits. You see the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, then the spirit of counsel. Again, it has to do with wisdom. And then you are now moving into the spirit of might, which is the first mention of anything like power. Before even you come to power, you have wisdom. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Count it and you have exactly seven spirits. Amen. Hallelujah. And out of these seven different spirits that are the spirits of the Lord, you will see that you have the spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, knowledge and so when you start to talk knowledge you find out that then the people some of them start to go to sleep they don't want knowledge when you write books and say read they don't read that is why you know that that is why god told me i should come and preach about what i'm preaching now oh yeah because that's actually what we need that is why nobody has done a christian magazine which has succeeded in ghana up till today there's no christian magazine which has succeeded because Christians don't read. If you make it, they won't read. Unless you give it to them free, they won't read it. They won't read. Numerous people have brought me magazines that, oh, we are doing a Christian magazine, we are doing a Christian. I have not seen any Christian magazine which has succeeded after. They won't read it. 
they will not read. But in America, there are a lot of Christians who read. And they have a good Christian magazine. The Charisma magazine. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And that's why the books will be there. And you pass by what can save you. What can help you. You pass by it. And you go. I can say, Pastor, pray for me. I'm going for a visa. But what you may have read in that book may have helped you to get a visa or may have helped you to do something that even the visa, you wouldn't even need it or the visa will be automatic. You see, when you go to them, one day I went to the American embassy, I was going for a visa. So my, I had about 15 people in front of me. I was also going for an interview because I had not been to America before. So as I sat there waiting, I watched everybody who went to the window. They were doing the interview right in front of us. I, I decided to play a game and I said that I am going to say whether the, this person will be given the visa or not in my own head as I was sitting down. And would you believe I got 100% correct? As the people were going, when the person, I said to myself, this one, they will not, he will not get it. When the person goes, sometimes I just look at the way the person is dressed. Sometimes when the, the way the person starts talking, with a lot of papers, sometimes I said, no, oh, you will never get the visa. And all my predictions were correct. Because you see, there's wisdom that is used to move forward in this life. If you don't know, I'm telling you. What makes you different from a lizard? You can know the size. Notice, your head is bigger than all animals' heads. Most of them. And even the animals with big heads, they have brains which are not developed. Look at the chicken. Small. Is that to show you how they think? Very small head. The chicken's body is big, but the head is small like that. That means that the brain inside is very small. But your brain, if you like, go to the mortuary and see, it's like a loaf of bread. Big one. Developed. And so God pours his anointing. Spirit of wisdom. Spirit of understanding. Spirit of counsel. Spirit of might. Spirit of knowledge. Spirit of the fear of God. And all those things are coming upon you. And that changes you. It changes you. Look. Many white people don't respect us. Because there are parts of our own country that we cannot go to with a car. One lady was telling me, no car can come to where I am. No car. She told me she's a nurse. She said, where we are, no car can go. But America, not, it's not a place in their country that they are trying to go. They went to the moon. The, you can see the moon there. In 1969. 69. They, went, they, they had explored their whole country and were tired of it and they went far. To the moon. Well, you see the moon. That's the moon right there. Moon. How do you go from here to there? <laughs> but they use the mind. And you can see that they are controlling the world. Planes are made by Americans. Why do you think Boeing 747, all these things, 77377, whatever, 767, they are American planes. 
and they, because they've used their mind, they are dominating everybody else. I'm showing you something. I'm showing you a secret. You see, that's why you have churches where the pastor is so spiritual. Everything is anointing, 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 anointing. Power, anointing, power. Anointing. And you see that the church does not go to a certain level. Because the Bible teaches that Christ, 1 Corinthians 1.24, is made unto us the power and the wisdom of God. The two together. The power and the wisdom. The two are moving together. So when you have just power and you don't have the wisdom, you become not what God intended for you at all. At all. Are you listening to me today? Are you hearing me today? So God is telling us that he's pouring out his spirit. The spirit. The spirit of the anointing. The power to get well. The anointing. He gave it to, to, to Solomon. I can show it to you. I can talk about this for a very long time. But the apostle Paul also knew that it was very important. So in Ephesians, when he was praying for the Christians, you will see in chapter 1. Notice, let to turn to chapter 1. And you see when he was praying for the believers. Notice. He said in verse 16, I don't stop praying for you. I've been praying for you. He says, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom. Is it there? Wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him from today everybody here must pray this prayer for yourself every day i pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation wisdom and revelation wisdom and revelation it is wisdom that took daniel from being a refugee to becoming a prime minister they said i i don't see there's no one in whom the spirit of wisdom and excellence is found apart from you, Daniel. Come and be the prime minister. <laughs> Joseph. They say, I don't have time to look at it. You see, Joseph, they say, he was a prisoner. He said, I don't have anyone. I can see this wild spirit of wisdom, excellence in you. Come out of prison. Come and be my first vice president in Egypt. Wisdom and the anointing to be wise is the anointing to be wealthy. Amen. Hallelujah. And so I came here to tell you, you see, if you are a student, you are a young person, and you've not been to the university, you get what I'm saying? You must aim to go to the university. It's a very important thing. Don't say, oh, me, I don't need, I'll just, I'll use Takashi. You use Takashi till you die. I just use patapa. We don't use patapa to prosper. Do you know patapa? I throw. If you have, look at that, many of them of you over here. Young, you must, you must develop the mind. That is why a country where they don't care about university education is a country that is doomed to poverty. A country where you don't care about universities. And you don't build new universities. 
I was in Korea and Pastor Yonggi was telling me, he said that in those days when they started, 1963, he had a church of 3,000 people. He said in those days, when they say that Koreans will one day make television, a television, people started laughing at them. How can a Korean make television? Then he said Koreans will make a car. They started laughing at them. But they invested a lot in education. And today, Korea is one of the top countries in the whole world. So, if you are here, and it's time for you to go to school, please go. Don't sit down and say, yeah, I won't go to school, I don't have... Have you not noticed that those who have gone to school more are those who are ruling? They earn more than those who didn't go to school? Have you not noticed? Have you not noticed that those who went to school don't wear uniform? And those who didn't go much to school, they always wear uniform to go to work? At the bank and other places like that? Have you not noticed? Even in our own country, there's a, there's a dividing line between those who have allowed the, the mind to be developed and those who have not. It, it, it's a fact. And so when God says, I'm giving you the anointing for prosperity, oh, God showed me to read every day. But I'm now trying to learn the whole of Proverbs for wisdom. I'm going to show you more about uh, it, it is the anointing to be great. That is what made Solomon nobody from nobody he became so his father just fought wars and left him with I mean <laughs> just a place of where he has killed a lot of people around it's Solomon who took them from that state and made Israel a prosperous and wealthy nation and I see God making you a prosperous and a wealthy person from today because he's pouring out the spirit of wisdom the anointing of wisdom oh yes you see have you noticed in our churches what do we want the oil on me let me receive anointing let me just i want i want a touch from god yeah it's good to have a touch from god but i'll tell you that touch that you need from god that touch god is giving you the anointing for wisdom in this convention god is giving you the anointing for wisdom solomon one of the things that made him wise was that he built a house and he built a house for god a church which has got a pastor who is not only anointed with power but anointed with wisdom. Ha, you see the church moving. Lighthouse today, we are not only using power, we are using wisdom. And we are not only using wisdom, we are also using power. Oh yeah? We have over 100 churches. And we are, as we are talking now, we are in 17 countries. Different, 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 different countries. 17. Amen. And, and we are not struggling. We are not struggling. We are not struggling to do the things that we are doing. By the grace of God, we don't owe people for anything that we are doing. But that is not the power. That is, the, that is also the anointing of wisdom, the spirit of wisdom. And God is giving you that spirit of wisdom in your work. Wisdom will make you take the right decision. Some of you, eh, it's because of a foolish decision in your life, that's why you are where you are today. Foolishness. I talked to one lady one day and I said to her, do you regret not marrying that brother? She said, I regret it. She said, I regret. I said, yeah. You were operating in foolishness when he proposed to you. You looked at him and you despised him. And today, I remember that particular girl. She became so desperate that she began to propose. She was now proposing to people in the church. I want you to marry, will you marry me? 
a lady she was moving and she went as fast proposing to the pastor a very beautiful girl very beautiful spiritual nice everything <laughs> but the spirit of foolishness was in her so when you advise when somebody has a spirit of foolishness and you advise the person the person gets annoyed I remember one day I, I spoke to her and I gave her some advice. She became so angry. She decided not to talk to me again. I said, Bitu, I won't talk to you again. Go away. After all, you are not my church member. I'm just giving you friendly advice. I won't talk to you again. When she rings the house, I said, I tell my wife to talk to her. I don't, can't talk to her. Until the devil took Up to today. She's up, up to today. More than 11 years ago, God gave her a very good person. Mary. So I, do you regret? I regret. Do you think you've made a mistake? I made a big mistake. Your whole life can be wrong because of one fool. You see, one fool, not because of no anointing or nobody else. They can pray for you till this place is finished. All this place will go away. But when the spirit of wisdom is not in you, you will become poorer and poorer and poorer and poorer and poorer and poorer. Amen. And we don't only believe in wisdom because there are some people who believe in the wisdom and then they don't believe in their power. I believe in, you see, go and read this. Isaiah 11. It said, I will give him the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding and a counsel and might as the power. And the power is there, but the wisdom is there. God made heaven and earth by his great wisdom and his power. Every time I sit in a plane, I always say, this is a human being trying to be like God. They have invented that. They have thought about how a bird flies until they've made a box by which we fly. For 12 hours, we can be in the plane, 200 of our 300, 400, drinking tea and coffee, eating rice and stew, watching films, going to toilet. For 12 hours, flying all over the world. As I'm talking now, there are thousands of them all over, flying. Human beings have invented through wisdom. And they are ruling those of us who have not invented anything. Even wheelbarrow. Do you think in Ghana we should be importing wheelbarrows by now? Wheelbarrow that you push like that. Huh? What do you call wheelbarrow? What do you call wheelbarrows? Do you think we should be importing wheelbarrows by now? In Katia Boga. In Katia Boga. But we, we, we see how to use wisdom to move our Katia sellers and make it a nice packet and sell it like that. So, we are. And then they rule over us. And they dominate us. That is why when they are showing the weather on CNN, they don't show Accra. Because Accra is not important. Yeah. They don't respect us. Even in the church, they don't respect us. They see us as beggars. I'm a pastor. I move amongst Americans and other ministers. They don't respect us. They see us. When they see a black man coming, they see a beggar. They that he's coming to ask for something just now. He's coming to ask for something just now. Right now, no, he ask. You give him some five minutes to talk, no, he will ask you for. When they see us come, say, ah, here they come. 
but through wisdom God is restoring respect and honor to us we are we don't only believe in the wisdom but also in the power and that is why in our church if you come around you see a lot of power I will see a lot of power I said you see a lot of power you see things that the wisdom of man could not do but you see what the power of God has done I thank God that at the last miracle wave we saw somebody who was totally blind in one eye totally blind were you there that night that was a wonderful miracle wasn't it we also saw somebody whose nerve was cut how many saw that wonderful miracle you saw it and the hand was healed it's wonderful I said it's wonderful it's wonderful we see the power of God in display we see the power of God moving like a wind people cannot even stand and they don't understand many of the people who start sometimes to manifest and certain things begin to happen they, they themselves will tell me I don't believe in such things but those who don't believe in such things, whether you believe or not, there are times when the power of God will just, hey brother, clear off from the way. I remember one lady I prayed for, she said, me, I've seen you pray for people, but I don't believe. It, it, I will never fall down, never, me. Mrs. So she mentioned, Mrs. whatever, me. It's not possible. So she came. And this time, she when I laid hands on her, no. oh, she realized that she was on the way. Oh, I said, come. I prayed for her again. Before she realized she was done, I said, ah. And she got up again. I prayed for her the third time. Bah! She was on the phone. And this time she got up and said, it's not possible. So I just laid hands on her. And this time she didn't fall down like this. So she just went down straight down. <laughs> 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 we believe in the power of the Holy Ghost and the power of the Holy Ghost is here tonight I said the power of the Holy Ghost is here tonight I said the power of the Holy Ghost is here tonight his presence is here to heal you of every disease you know what God is telling me that there are people here who cannot have children but God is going to perform a miracle and it's going to give you a child, a wonderful baby. Amen. 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 We had this testimony of a lady. And you know, this lady has not been able to have a child for 21 years. Wow. Pastor Intervo, can you imagine? 21 years. And she was almost at her menopause. That was at the last miracle service. And the power of God just touched her. And when she went home, she just felt the power of God. And when she went home, she had a dream that she was going to the hospital to, for a checkup, still trying to be pregnant before it is too late. And in the dream, she met me when she came to the hospital. And I asked her, that, what are you doing here? Don't you know that God has healed you? So anyway, she got up the next day and she was going to the hospital. So she went to the hospital. And as she was at the hospital, she was talking with the doctor. And then the doctor asked her whether she goes to church. She said, yes. He asked her, what church do you go to? She said, Lighthouse. And the doctor said, I'm also in Lighthouse. And the doctor said, what are you doing here? 
Don't you know that God has already healed you? Exactly as she had had in the dream. And I'm so happy to inform you that this person who is almost at her menopause is wonderfully pregnant, expecting a baby. That's the power of God. That's not wisdom. That's not the spirit of God. That's the spirit of might. And that's the spirit of power. And it is real. I said it's real. I said God's power is real. God is removing depression from somebody tonight. Whoever you are, I don't know who you are, but God is taking you away from your sadness. There are many people who have lost hope. Hopeless. But God is giving you hope. There is there's somebody, you know, it's like your heart is broken. But God is saying, listen, nobody can break your heart once I am around. If God is around, nobody can break your heart. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and thank him right now. Thank him for his presence. Thank him for his anointing. Thank him for his anointing. Thank him for his power. Thank him for his spirit. Thank him for his anointing. Blessed Jesus. Blessed Jesus. Stand to your feet please. God is giving many of us a spirit of wisdom, spirit of power, the healing anointing, a healing anointing. Mendo krabalane, brosendele, bravalajumbre, sekeste, balandara, la mamandere. Oh, yes, Lord, we give you praise. I don't want any movement, please. I want everybody to stay wherever you are. We are going to be closing very soon. Today is the first day. But the Spirit of the Lord is here. The Spirit of the Lord is here. Just lift up your hand and receive the Spirit of wisdom. The anointing for prosperity. The Spirit of wealth. Foolishness does not create wealth. Stupidity does not create prosperity. It's wisdom that creates wealth. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just thank him right now for the spirit of wisdom. I tell you, there are some ladies here. God is taking away the spirit of foolishness from your life. And he's blessing you. He's healing you. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, sweet anointing. God is touching several people here. He's giving you a new heart and a new mind and a new spirit. He's giving you the spirit of Solomon, the spirit to create wealth, the spirit to take the right decisions. Sweet anointing. Sweet anointing. Sweet anointing. Sweet anointing. Just lay your hands on your head and say, Lord, fill my mind, fill my spirit, fill my heart with with wisdom, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of wisdom. Let that anointing be upon me. Whether you are a pastor, a businessman, an employee, a wife, a husband, a beloved, a friend, whether you are a member, a visitor, whoever you are, whether you're watching by television, oh, let that spirit of wisdom, it's not just by the power, it's by the power and the wisdom of God. 
Lo prombo si creme le dreme shibele behave lo dame le devere de che maladariane. Oh, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Delondo robo coporolo lo vono brondele de vene de vene de vene de. Volontari di bichi mandele de vene de vene de. Sweet anointing, I know. Are you in D? Oh, fall on me. Just worship him now. Sweet anointing, fall on me. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me. Heal me, O oh Lord, and I will be 
save me and I will be saved. Heal me, O oh Lord, and I will be healed. For you are the one I praise. For you are the one I praise. God is healing us tonight. Heal me, O oh Lord, and I will be healed. Save in the house tonight to heal us of every disease. You know, God is also healing us of foolishness and lack of wisdom. And I believe that God has already done that. And as you listen to this tape, if you recorded it, as you listen to it over and over, the spirit of wisdom is going to enter into you. And when you are a wise man, whether you are a pastor or a businessman or an employee or an employer or a wife or a husband or a beloved or whatever you are, that spirit of wisdom is the spirit and anointing for wealth. Whatever you are, engage them. And that is what is going to take you into a certain realm of prosperity. But the healing and prosperity anointing are always together. And tonight, I believe that God's healing power is in them. How many believe tonight that God's healing power is? Just want us to. He's the Lord that healeth us tonight. As we come to the end of tonight's service, we want to just pray for the sick. If you are not willing, any part of your body, He is the Lord that healeth us. I want you to place your hand wherever the sickness is. If you are not well in any part of your body, just place your hand right there. Those of you watching my TV, if you are not well in any part of your body, just place your hand wherever the sickness is. God is going to heal you. He is the healer. 
He's the Lord that healeth, that healeth. Oh, yes. Somebody who does not have a child, you feel a warmth passing through your lower abdomen. He's the Lord that healeth thee. He's the Lord that healeth thee. Just receive your healing right now. He's the Lord that healeth thee. Oh, yes. If you don't have a baby, you are believing God. So just put your hand on your abdomen. You will feel the power of God. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Heal your disease. Sing it, brother. He's the Lord. I am the Lord. Your Me, that he loved me. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. My healer. You said your word. Said your word. And you heal my disease. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. My healer. Somebody with a lamp in your right breast just place your hand that God is healing you any part of your body that you have a sickness if it's your knee put your hand on your knee and you're going to see God's power if it is your right elbow put your hand there God is touching you I rebuke every spirit of migraine and headaches in the name of Jesus I command waist pains and back aches in Jesus name to be healed I command eyes to be open let the eye healing healings flow right now with the presence of the Lord. Just receive your healing right now. Some of you need a miracle in your finances. Place your hand on your heart. God is giving you a miracle in your financial life. He's giving you wisdom right now. You are moving into healing, into the healing anointing. You are the healer. My healer. Sing it now. Sing it now. Yes, Lord. miracles of healing some of you can begin to examine yourself maybe there was something you couldn't do before and you begin to examine yourself and you find out that God has touched you God has healed you God has healed you God has healed you I rebuke pain in the stomach right now I rebuke heart conditions right now I rebuke every chest disease right now I cast tuberculosis in Jesus name I cast asthmatic attacks in Jesus name I cast every fever every hay fever I command every pain in the eyes to disappear I command every disease that harasses the people of God to go I command the healing anointing to flow into your body right now wherever you are receive the healing of God right now 
Begin to examine yourself and you find out that God has touched you. Find out that God has healed you tonight. Oh, because He's the Lord that healed you. Oh, Father, we command the spirit of death. Somebody here who is supposed to die, God is extending your life right now. God is extending your life. We cancel that accident. We cancel that disease. We cancel that sentence of death over your life. We command the prolongation of life in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Bring that lady to me right now. Bring that lady right here. Oh. Just lift up your hands and thank him, everyone, right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you for touching this life, Lord. Just gently leave her. Just leave her alone. My sister, take your cloth away, please. Father, thank you for your power. Let the power of God go through her. Whatever curse of the enemy is upon her life, let it be broken right now in the name of Jesus. Just thank the Lord. Begin to examine yourself. Maybe you, 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 you had some kind of a problem. Maybe you felt like heat or warmth. Or maybe you didn't feel anything, but you noticed that whatever it is is gone. In the choir, wherever you are, just be open to the power of God because God's power is here tonight. God's healing power is here. Just receive it wherever you are. Just receive it wherever you are. God's anointing, God's miracle touch is here. Thank you. Let's just thank the Lord right now. Oh, yes. Just wave to the Lord as you sing hallelujah. Thank him for wonderful miracles he has done in your life today. Oh, yes, Lord. your eyes for a moment every head bowed as we are in the presence of the Lord if you sense that God has healed you tonight you sense that you maybe the touch of God has come upon your life on your body maybe you came along with some kind of a problem but you realize that the problem is gone you can sense that God has healed you maybe there was a pain before but the pain is gone maybe there was a problem before but you sense that it's gone and you sense that the power of God has come upon your life and you know that God has touched you practically tonight. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand. You sense that God has healed you. God bless you. Just lift it up high. Wonderful. You can actually feel that God, not that you are believing in the future, but now practically you can feel that the power of God has gone through your body. You can actually feel that you are healed. Just lift up your right hand. Let me see. God bless you. God bless you. I see so many hands. Wonderful. Wonderful. All those who have sensed the power of God. You've raised up your hand. God has touched you. Please come to the front. 
I want, to, I want you to come to the front, to the right-hand side, and to the left-hand side quickly, please. Just, if you raise up your hand, you say that God has healed you. I want you to come and testify because God's power is here. Come all the way to this side and come all the way to that side. God has healed so many people tonight. Come all the way to the right and all the way to the left-hand side. Yes. This way. Just come to the front. If, don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Don't say, oh, I don't, I, don't know what I, I don't know whether I want to come. or. But if God has touched you, I want you to come because God's power is real. God's healing anointing is real in the house tonight. The rest of you, just lift up your hands quickly to the Lord. All right. Just find out if you have any eyes or anything like that. Um, receive. 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 As I breathe on you, just receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the touch of the Spirit of God right now. Receive the touch of the Spirit of God. Bring that lady to me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Taking another deep breath, I sense the Spirit of the Lord coming upon you. He's here right now. He's here right now. Pastors, as you breathe that in, you are receiving the Spirit of wisdom to build a mega church and to do God's work with wisdom in this lifetime. Oh, you will not go to your grave without accomplishing whatever God has called you to do. Daughter, lift up your hand. Come this way. Come this way. Give me some oil. God is loosening you from whatever stronghold. Lift your hands. Jesus. Gently. Don't be afraid. Stand here. Hold her, please. Stand here. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Father, thank you for your power. Heal this one, Lord. Heal her, O oh Lord. Yeah, I'm going to pray for you specially. But in the congregation, if you say, okay. All right. After the first ten, nobody else should come on this particular. Is this lady from the healing group? No, no nobody from that group should come. Okay, nobody else should come. All right, that's all. Lift up your hands to the Lord. God is touching you and God is destroying the power of the devil in your life. Father, as I lay hands on them, your word says, it shall come to pass in that day that the yoke shall be taken from off their shoulder and the burden from their neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Receive it now. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Ladies, just leave them, right? Don't, 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 don't just stand behind them. If they fall down, then you can just leave them, all right? Father, in Jesus' name, let every power of the enemy be broken. In Jesus' name, be loosed. Be loosed. Be loosed. Be loosed. Be loosed. Jesus, loose them. Pregelama, shumboburu, kobrakada, levrenele. Be healed, be loosed. In Jesus' name, watch out. 
Watch out. I shall stand close behind them, Father. Loose. Loose. Let the power of Satan break in their lives in the name of Jesus. Loose. Shambaraba. Kremelabo. Mojedeba. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We break the power of Satan. Witchcraft. In the name of Jesus Christ. Be healed of whatever yoke of the devil is destroying your life. Let it go out of you. Let me pray for this lady properly. Come. Come this way. Stand here. Listen. Turn around. God is saying to you, close your eyes, lift up your hand. Close your eyes, lift up your hand. God is saying, everything that is of the devil in your life, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. In Jesus' name. You know what it is. Loose. 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 Let it go. 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 Power. Have I prayed for these people? Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you. It's going. It's loosening now. Be loosed. Be free. Be free. Be free. Be free. Be free. Be free. Come this way. In Jesus' name, let the power of the devil be broken in your life in the name of Jesus. All right, you can go back to your seats. There are some people here, you are suffering from uh, are you ready? Joyce and Co. Get the very best ones you have, please. All right. Just before we do that, close your eyes, everybody. There are some people here suffering from, suffering from fornication and adultery. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. God wants to set you free. I think, I'm not sure, but I think that you are probably going to die very soon because of that thing and God wants to take you out probably you may get AIDS I don't know what but God wants to save your life if you are here like that raise up your right hand fornication and adultery that's your problem I want to pray for you okay please raise it up high look I always do this don't be shy don't think of anybody alright okay there are some ladies and some young girls also like that. Raise up your hand. I want to pray for you. God is trying to save you tonight. Fornication, adultery, whatever. In the choir, lift up your hand if you fall into that category. I am praying for you tonight. You are going to be delivered. There are some ladies and young girls like that. Please, it is not a strange thing. You are not the only person. It's a very common thing. But God wants to rescue you tonight. Okay? If you are here like that and you've raised up your hand and you want me to pray for you, come to the front here. I want to pray for you. All of you who've raised up your hands, just come. Just come. Don't think about anybody. Think about yourself. Forget about these people. Some of them who are looking at you have more problems than you have and uh, they are even afraid to come. You just come and stand here and God is going to deliver you. Look, there are more, there are more girls and ladies you are afraid you are saying that you don't want people to see you, etc. Forget about what people are saying and what people are thinking. God is rescuing you from that thing. I sense it. It's like 
there's a spirit of fornication and lust. It is here. And God is saying that he is coming to save you from that thing now. Be loose from today. 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 Jesus, touch. Touch. Be loose. Be upright from today. By the power of the Lord. By the power of the Holy Ghost. May you be free from today. In the name of Jesus. May you be free from today. May you be loose from this thing from today. May it have no power over your life from tonight. Be free. I said be free. Christ has set you free. Live in holiness and righteousness from today. In the name of Jesus. 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 Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. You are loose from today. You are loose from today. Oh yes. Oh yes, it's moving everywhere. Lift up your hands. Jesus, set her free. Set them free. You are loose from today. God is marking you. Never again. 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 Brishidala. Brushidele. Brishidala. Brishidele. Never again, never again, never again, never again. Be loose, be loose, be loose. Never again, never again. Mando, Makabala, Manabolo, Prodevelishi, Never again, never again, never again. Never again, never again, never again. Be loose, be loose, be loose. Never again, never again. Never again, watch out. Never again. Come this way. Give me the oil. Lift her up. Never again. Be loose. It's leaving you now. It's going. 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 Never again. Father, thank you. Thank you. Shimu, Shaba, Free, Sweeper, Muka, Pele, Doblo, Doblo, All of you here stand up. All of you here stand up. There are there is at least one person here. You are supposed to be here. I don't know who you are. But there's somebody here. And you know. You're supposed to be here. You know. Severe migration. Those who were here who came to testify, please come back. All right. Since age four and She's Anytime. been having migraine. Where is the television camera? Which one? Brother. Receive it. Jesus is healing you. Amen. Somebody else in the congregation is receiving a healing from a migraine, headache. Whoever you are, just lift up your hand and receive it right now. Wherever you are, just receive it. Receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody else is getting healed of a migraine. Take it wherever you are in Jesus' name. What's happening Bishop here? Samantha here came into church with a running stomach. A running stomach. And so she said, whilst you were praying, she went out and started praying for herself. And she realized that the stomach ache is gone. But Bishop, the real miracle is here. She says she's had a knee condition. 
yes. that has been there for quite a long time. She goes for checkups Bless in you. and out and in and out. But tonight, the power of God has come upon her, and the knee condition is totally healed. The knee is totally healed. Yes. Where? Which knee? What was wrong with your knee? You always feel pain. Yes, I always feel pain. For how long? Maybe two weeks, three weeks. And two I weeks, can't three walk weeks, properly. and you can't walk. Properly. Really? Yes. Bend your knee. Do you still do you feel any pain? No. How do you know that the pain is gone? How do you know you are healed? Well, I don't feel any pain now. When I had a running stomach, I was feeling it's the really pain. The power of God came upon her. She feels a burning sensation in her hands, and she believes that God is completing the healing oh. that He had begun. What did you? What happened to you? Look at them. This gentleman was it? Yeah. On the second of December, I was in the office with my lady pastor. On the second of December, right? Yes. With office with my miss, my Give us another microphone. Give us that mic. All right. On the second of December, I was in the office with my manageress, who is my lady pastor, Mrs. Blankson. Mm. Then around 4.30, I told her, I call her mommy, I'm experiencing some half pain in the head. So she started teasing me, and then I think the husband came for her around 4.35, and she left. I closed around 5, 5.15. And when I was leaving the office to the house, I didn't know what, what was happening to me. I go to the house, and I told my mommy I was supposed to travel to Vinari Hospital the following day. But she gave me a message telling me my other sister wanted to see me. So I, I went and booked a call and canceled it. But from that Thursday evening to Friday morning, I didn't know what happened to me. I couldn't sleep. I was just coughing. And I, I didn't want to disturb her because I realized, in fact, she's aged. So I just continued. When I woke up before 5, I couldn't stand on my knees. The whole body with joints. So I told um, my brother-in-law is... Um, Harold Evans. So I told the wife that, oh, do you have something there for me? Give me some porridge to take because I'm not feeling fine. So she said, oh, yours is ready. She gave it to me. And then I sent my other sister that she should come quickly. That I don't know what is happening to me. I can't even talk. So there, she rushed and she came. When she came, she realized my condition was critical. She took me to Holy Trinity. When I got there, my HB was 30, um, 150.90. And the, That's your BP. And okay. That is the BP. And then the HB was 10.6. And then the, um, my temperature was around 39 point something. So they quickly admitted me and then administered drips and injections. That was the whole of the 3rd December. Then on the 4th December, Saturday morning, a doctor came and he discharged me. But he said, go for a lab test. Go for blood and without test. So I went for it. When we got home, the condition became worse. Sunday, Saturday, it was worse. Sunday, I couldn't come to church. Monday, when I was supposed to go for the results, I couldn't walk. So a brother had to send me to the hospital. Immediately we got there, the doctor said, did you do a chest x-ray when I admitted you? I said, no. He said, quickly go for one. When I went, I have the x-ray here. When I went and I brought it, he said, no, you have a, a heart infection. I said, I don't have a heart infection. Then he took the chest x-ray, said, follow me, he sent me to another doctor. They just, and then they, they diagnosed that they you were... They diagnosed and then okay. later on they said, I've got typhoid and then chest infection. All right. And Monday morning and Tuesday, Bishop, I didn't know what I was seeing. 
I thought I was going thought to you die. Were going to die. Everybody was asleep on the How wall. How many have thought you were going to die before? Everybody was asleep on the wall, then I was awake. Then I remembered I bought one of your books, name it, claim it, and take it. And I bought it for 50,000. And then I sent to my mommy, telling her that she should bring me my book and my Bible. It was brought to me Wednesday morning. I couldn't talk. But that morning, I didn't know where the Spirit of God came from. When the book was brought to me in the afternoon, I took the book and then I opened the confessions on healing. Confessions I, on healing. Yes, then I started, I shall not die, but I shall live to declare the words of God. And that... Yes! And that... The word... The word that I was admitted was, was a queen's word. So I told Satan, Satan, I'm a queen, and I'm not going to die here, but I'm going to live. Then I continue. When I finished confessing all this thing about healing, for the first time, I was able to retain food in me. I didn't vomit. And when they came to visit me in the evening, there was that cheerfulness and liveness, and I was singing. Now I could sing. The you were singing. Were yes. Songs were coming. Yes, the songs were coming. And the Lord healed that, you. And one song that came to me that the devil has made me believe a lie that the Lord is unable to save me. But now I know that the Lord will save me. Oh. Then Thursday, my lady pastor came and then they brought me. She said, this is not your place. You have to leave this place. And then she just came and Saturday I was discharged. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Amen. And what happened tonight? What happened to you tonight? The power of God came over her. She was feeling a burning sensation and she believes that God is completing God is the performing, healing that he completing every... Alright. Stand this way. Let me just pray for you. Come this way. Father, lift your hands to the Lord. Father, thank you for permanent healing. We drive out the spirit of death and depression. Thank you for a permanent healing in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. What happened here? Bishop, the Lord is doing miracles right in here. SC has been experiencing rheumatic pains at the knee Where? since two weeks now. Knee healing, another knee healing. Yes, knee and healing. Is it gone? Yes, and it's gone. In fact, when she was coming, she experienced it strongly, but as you prayed for the sick, she said that she bend cannot your knee, feel it bend any over, longer. Bend down. Do what you couldn't do before. Wow. You don't normally do exercises. Bend your knee like this. Bend your knee. Do you feel any pain? The pain is gone. You believe Jesus healed you? You really believe it. Father, thank you for healing. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. What happened Bishop, here? there's a wonderful healing miracle here. This young lady has a long-standing itching, painful eyes. Itching, eyes. painful eyes. As a matter of fact, she's saying that it is a family condition. Mm. Uh, she tends to rub the eyes until they become very, very red. Yes. And uh, even today, she's gone to the same experience. As she was coming for the miracle service, she had the symptoms. But during the service, when we were praying, she didn't really feel any, you know, thing come over her. But all of a sudden, she realized that the pain, the itchiness, it and everything. Is gone. Is it gone? Has disappeared and Hello? she is healed. It's gone. Yes, it's gone. You believe that God has healed you? Yes. And it, it comes with an itching throat and I sneeze. Okay. Whenever I sneeze, um, there are tears over my All eyes. All right. I don't know. And you really you believe that God yes. has healed Why do you believe that God has healed you tonight? Because I don't feel the I don't feel the pain again and I don't feel the 
the itchy that comes in the throat again. All right. So you really believe God has touched you. Father, thank you for a wonderful healing in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Amen. Listen, Miriam over here came into the service with a toothache. Toothache? She said when you were... <laughs> immediately started praying. This is about the yeah. third toothache. We, we had, had one. In we had in, one. In, I was telling her that we had one in Kumasi. Well, which tooth was hurting you? In there, up there, and it's gone. And you believe God has healed you? Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. You are not going to have to pay the dentist. Amen. Father, thank you for a wonderful healing of the tooth in Jesus' name. Amen. Bishop, God is healing more headaches and more eye aches. Our sister here has had a persistent headache for two years now. She always has it with eye pain. But this evening, she says the pain has gone. The pain is gone. What did you pain feel? Did you gone. feel the power of God? What did you feel? Okay, when I was coming. Stand this way. Yes. The whole of today. It was paining you. Yes. But what did you feel when we were praying for you? Okay, after the after the prayer it's gone father thank you for healing anointing in jesus name amen give the lord a clap of frame wonderful All more right. eyes be healed here bishop today is a day for eye healings this another young, eye healing yeah, this young boy has been healed of painful eyes that have been there almost since childhood brother what happened to you when is we started look this way actually when you started praying we, uh, Brother, open your mouth and speak, okay? <laughs> open your mouth and speak, okay? Alright. When you started praying for us, I feel I'm released. You feel that you are released? Yeah, with the eye. You feel you're released with your eyes. Yes. Is it pain in you now? No. It's gone. He had painful eyes for how long? Since I'm young. Since he was young and God has healed him tonight. Give the Lord a clap offering. Father, thank you for healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Bishop, the Lord is healing abdominal aches. This lady was experiencing a severe abdominal ache. Pain. But as you prayed for... What did you feel? Her, she feel the pain gone. Stomach. You felt like what? Something walk in my stomach. Something walk in your stomach. Yeah, and the pain, and the pain is gone. Yeah. How old are you? 20. 20 years. Are you telling the truth? Yes. Something was walking in your stomach. Yeah. You feel it. All right, lift up your hands. Father, thank you for healing her abdomen in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap for the Lord. God is healing abdomens, eye healings, knee healings. What is? God is healing pain in both feet. She says feet. she's been having this for about six months. When she walks for a while, the pain is so bad she needs to take off her slippers mm. and wait. But this evening she feels a coldness over both feet really? and the pain is gone the pain she is came gone with the pain and the pain is gone where was Stop. the pain it was in your feet and it's gone what did you feel did you feel when we're praying did you feel anything yeah i feel cold in my legs you feel in cold my, in your legs feet. and after that the pain was gone yeah. that's the healing anointing flowing through father thank you for healing in jesus name quickly what Bishop, do we have Cynthia there? over here has been tormented by a spirit of death Spirit of death. As you prayed tonight, you mentioned specifically that somebody is being delivered from a spirit of death. She said she felt a heaviness come over her and now she feels totally relieved. Why did you felt you were going to die? It's about a month ago. About a month now, you've been feeling you're going to die. Yeah, Why? I told pastor. You told your pastor? Yes. Really? And what did you feel tonight? When you were praying about somebody who has been delivered from the power of death. 
I felt something heavy on me. I couldn't move. When we were praying about what? About somebody who is being delivered by the power of death. Of death. Okay. You felt something coming over you. Yes. That was the anointing, the mantle of the Lord coming over her. Breaking that spirit. Father, thank you for deliverance from this thing in Jesus' name. Amen. Bishop, God has delivered this young man from asthma. Asthma. He's been having asthmatic attacks. And what happened to you tonight? And uh, this morning, he had it difficult to breathe, but when he walked into the service, he didn't feel any special thing coming over him, but he just realized that there was a release. He was released. And he can breathe. Spooky. Thank you that that evil spirit is gone out in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Father here has been healed of a headache. He was traveling to this place in the car. The pain was very bad. Mm. But as he came in and you were ministering, he began to sweat profusely. And then he noticed that the pain has gone. What did you feel tonight? Pardon. What happened to you? Okay, after, during the prayer position, I was having a sensitive sweating. During the prayer, I started to sweat. And you realize that the pain, the is, pain gone. is gone. Father, thank you for a wonderful healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Quickly. Bishop, this gentleman has been delivered from severe headache. Joyce, help with these people, right? Severe headache. As you prayed for him, he felt some Another head healing. The head. Clap the Lord. And, and clap and for the Lord. Delivered. Father, thank you for healing in Jesus' name. God bless you, my brother. Quickly. Bishop, this gentleman came in with, with um, general body weakness. He said as we prayed, he feels like he has a new body. A new body. Yeah, strength has come back into his New body. body. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for healing, for your power in Jesus' name. Amen. Another one quickly. Bishop, this lady has been delivered from Just let severe cold, rheumatic pains. Rheumatic pains knee. in your he knee. Said that as you prayed for in your knee, sick, bend your knee. She has been healed. Bend your knee. God is healing knees. Amen. Knee healings. You feel the pain, but you felt it before. Yes, I was feeling it. How did you feel it? It was I don't know. It was in two years time I was having it, but it's going and then um, about a week time it came back. It comes back. I was even having a severe headache too. And, it and it's all gone. Yes. Are you glad? You believe God healed you tonight? Yes. You are glad. Yes. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering, Father. Thank you for wonderful healing. Bishop, Amen. this young boy has been delivered from the fear of death. Somebody told his mother something at a prayer camp, and he has been tormented it by it. He believes that God has delivered Brother, him. Brother, take from your hand death. from your mouth. Do you believe God? Look at me. Do you believe God is healing you? You are not going to die. Lift your hand. How old are you? Seventeen. Lift up your hands, Father. We break the curse of every spirit of death in Jesus' name. Live, live and you shall not die in jesus name amen god bless you last headaches one are being healed bishop headaches what? another headache. headache yes sir oh thank the lord for healing amen come this way what did you feel last three days I feel three days so three days and tonight what happened i hear I, you just I feel that yes you feel what i just i feel that my that's why i'm praying I feel that everything is gone. You just feel that everything is gone. Father, thank you for wonderful healing in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a mighty, mighty clap offering. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Amen. How many are glad that God is doing so many wonderful miracles? Lift your hand as we... Thank you, Jesus. All right.
Father, we thank you, we praise you, we give you honor, we give you glory for what you have done in our midst and what you continue to do. Let your will be done and let the spirit and anointing for wealth and prosperity flow like a reef. Welcome your pastor. You may be seated. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.